0: Welcome to episode 59 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Vincent Price series comes to a finale with The Mask of the Red Death from 1964.
1: episode of the movie city maniacs we're having a ball a grand masquerade if you will so come join us as we dress up and celebrate the festivities surrounding us but don't dress in red if any of you dress in red they will be held to pay how (laughs) great is this movie by the way
0: well we'll talk about (laughs) it (laughs) We'll talk about. It. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't want to spoil it too much. I don't think I enjoy it as much as you. I know it's one of your favorites. Yeah. Um, I, I personally, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about okay. it. But um, it, yeah, every time I think of
1: "Don't Dress in Red," I always think of that. What's that movie with Gene
0: Wilder? Is it "The Woman in Red"? Do you remember that one? No, I don't.
1: Okay. I think of that movie. Uh, you're always going on about it every like a Halloween or the Tool time. Uh, the girl, the lady in red, or something oh, like that. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Where, uh, yeah,
0: Tim is uh, is uh, obsessed. Yeah, yeah it obsessed is fan. the obsessed fan. Yeah, that's a favorite of or mine. That, like, I'm sure uh, we'll be talking about that in a month.
1: <laughs> uh, do you remember that? Like uh, it was like cool rock on like two CDs. You can get these hits. It's like has like Africa by Toto and that really was like Lady in Red. Yeah, <laughs> think of Laura. Don't uh, forget me
0: Oh <laughs> uh, That's how we should have totally opened yeah, this that episode. Would great. But yes, welcome everyone to the Movie City. Maniacs, uh, we're continuing our Vincent Price series. At- uh, pretty much our Vincent Price love affair. Am I yeah, wrong in this? I don't think there yeah. is there a such thing as a bad Price film. Even I've, I don't know if I've seen one because mm. even the ones that were bad, it's like at least he was good in it. Yeah, he like kind of heightens everything. But this whole thing has been the the Price Poe Corbin series.
1: P P C.
0: But to, yes, I'm definitely excited to talk. I'm always excited to talk Price. Yeah. Uh, he's he's one of my favorite actors. He, I know people say, ah, oh, he's campy or he's not a great actor. He's cheesy. I, I think he, he's that actor that can, that can do that campiness, but be a really good actor at the same time. He's always I, got a little bit of camp to it, but it, he, it's fantastic. He
1: oozes charisma. No matter what yeah. character he's playing, he plays it to the Oh yeah, tilt. like
0: this movie, and again, not explaining too yeah. much, he's like the most villainous, sinister dude in this, but the, he's still kind of likable.
1: He, he, <laughs> is, he is vile, like yeah. an absolute monstrous in this movie, but you kind of root for yeah. him, because he's just like kind of a party guy. <laughs> well, even the scene
0: where he's got all the other like rich guys, yeah. and he's got them like pretty much acting like chumps at his feet. Oh, yeah, that's amazing, right? <laughs> but yeah, we'll get into that Uh, before we get into uh, the price deliciousness Mm -hmm. I I guess should we talk anything exciting or should we just jump into what we've been watching
1: yeah we probably just jump into what we've been watching I really haven't done anything
0: I picked up uh, this movie. I've been hearing good things about it. Actually, uh, a little company called Garage House, their new company, and what they they release movies that have pretty much been lost for twenty years, like movies that actually never okay. even had a release, sometimes in theaters like, like or a video DVD, like, or like... Of, no, like movies that might even not even had like a VHS or theatrical release. Oh, movies crazy. that kind of like filmed and somehow got you know never released or yeah. thrown in a vault, and they find them and release them, and usually they look great because I mean they've been in a vault for twenty thirty yeah. years, but. Um, yeah, they, they've been releasing some stuff. This film actually, they released and it sold out, and it was actually out of print for a while, but there was such demand for it, they made another run of it called Ninja Busters
1: from 1984. <laughs> um, Isn't people dressed up like Ghostbusters going around like, oh, you got problems with ninjas in your houses? <laughs> Call us. (laughs) No, but that would actually be a really cool film.
0: No, this is, it's kind of, um, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be, I've been watching a lot of these like kind of B or actually more C C or D grade uh, ninja flicks. uh, And I was expecting this to be the same, but this one's a little bit more, this one's almost more of a comedy action about these two bumbling idiots I'm assuming they're real martial arts guys Mm because they definitely weren't hired for their acting and (laughs) it seems like they kind of have skill Uh, one guy's got like this ginger kind of guy with this big bushy mustache and then his, his friend the little Asian guy but, yeah, they're pretty much these bumbling idiots. They go around telling everyone how they are trained by Bruce Lee, and then they you know get in a fight, but they don't actually know how to fight, and they get their ass kicked. Um, it's one of those films where it's like terrible acting, terrible dialogue. The sound's even shitty at times. But, um, yeah, I, I still have... Does had that make a good? Like... It does. It's so bad that he actually. Yeah, really exactly. It. it is one of those films that you can just kind of get a kick out of it. Yeah. But it, it, what it is is, it's almost like a teen romp where these guys are just trying to like trying to get laid. They're trying to act tough to get laid. Yeah. yeah. And then they happen to go by and they see a bunch of like hot women training in a karate yeah. class, so they decide, oh, we're going to join just to try to hit so, on them. Well,
1: they can like look at the girls bending over. At, yeah, uh, exactly.
0: And these guys are like two guys; they don't take it seriously, yeah. so they're, they're constantly getting thrown in like the uh, the, the like. There's the, the one thing where they get literally tied up and and they have to sit there for like three (laughs) hours or something. And, uh, you know, they get sent out. They have to go, you know, go do a run for an hour or something. And then they're like... Is
1: this Police Academy, but with It, it kind of is.
0: They're like, oh, let's go to a pizza joint. Yeah. So they come and get really stuffed. And then, of course, you know, they get caught. So it's just kind of fun watching these bumbling guys. Like, they're actually, there's some actually funny stuff in there. So as a comedy, I was actually, like, enjoying it. Not just because it's, like, bad acting yeah. and stuff. But, of course, it's one of those movies where they actually get good over time. And they become the heroes. You have... There's another, like... Um, this this other gangster guy they get in a fight with, uh, he's like in a gang and beats him up, but he ends up joining the karate class too. And they make like you know, in six months, we're gonna battle it out, but of course, oh. you know, they're gonna become friends, and it's gonna be a bunch of them joining up to take out the evil ninjas. Yeah. That the ninjas literally are like ninjas and the whole black outfit, yeah. Um, it's the, very the evil ninjas, exactly. It's silly. There's like a motorcycle gang that's involved in there, there's a and ninja if that's your thing. <laughs> There's a scene too, they go to this, like, they're like, oh, I know someone that can help us, and they meet this guy from this, he's uh, back from Vietnam, and he's got all this big guy, and he's got all these guns and everything. And he goes on this speech about how tough and great he is for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And you you think you know it's gonna be this he's gonna be this really cool guy to help them yeah. and then he just I, I guess I'm spoiling here but he gets killed like instantly yeah. <laughs> so they had this huge build up for nothing I thought thought that was kind of funny um, there's they use the I swear it's the Halloween three zinger that oh yeah awesome. they use that like throughout the film which is weird for the, the score um, but yeah I don't know I had fun with it. I got a question. Okay, finish
1: uh you uh, Yeah,
0: like it, it's not a great film you're watching it cuz it's terrible. But yeah, I kind of had fun with these guys. I, they're guy they're so likable, you know? Yeah. You can't hate these guys. The
1: blundering idiot to kind of get good. Exactly. Karate. So
0: I had fun with it. I'm going to give it 6 out of 10. It's oh, not awesome. it's not for everyone. Again, if you're expecting more like some of those other films we talked about like Raw Force or <laughs> any of those other ninja films, this isn't the same thing whereas those are kind of like cheesy 80s action flicks yeah. this is more again i would say a comedy that has action yeah. but you do get i mean you get the big action finale on a disco bar <laughs> and then you know they interrupt like a women's uh, workout gymnastics class <laughs> thing and uh, you know then they start battling there and i, I don't know I, I had fun with it i nice. i would definitely recommend picking up uh, if you can if you can get it before it goes out of print again
1: um yeah i got a question for you so um you've heard the word kumite before Mm -hmm. what movie did you hear it from first? Uh, Bloodsport. Is it also in Karate Kid or is it Bloodsport only?
0: Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like Karate Kid, and I've definitely seen it a couple of times,
1: but yeah. I didn't grow up with Karate Kid the way a lot of other yeah. people. I didn't watch it religiously. I, I had think this, I've uh, seen it the, once or twice. Uh, me and my buddy Dave had this like barroom bet. Like, the kumite is definitely from Bloodsport. Like, now it's from like, Karate Kid, so I'm yeah. wondering if it's like, Chinese for a big fight tournament or something well, like that. Well,
0: kumite is just a real... Yeah, it is. A kumite yeah. is a real
1: word that's used a lot. Yeah, so it might just mean tournament Like I, in I think, Chinese. Uh, Don't look it up, because that, that's boring to me.
0: No, fuck that. We're we to we Are
1: the to answers? I was going to say, like. I want you to sleep at night, Maddie. <laughs> no, I don't want this. I, I, I don't love, want you pondering. I love it. the fact that you can just, like, argue it. Like, uh, I don't want to know. But you're, you're a millennial, man. Look at you with your computer. Also, has Jean Claude Van Damme been on Dancing with the Stars? If not, why not? Because I would watch the hell out of that show, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd probably even watch it then. Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't he? Yeah, he started
0: out as a dancer. dancer. And, yeah. and
1: every movie, he's, like, even in, like, a blood sport, he's sitting there, like, uh, dancing with the sexy ladies.
0: Okay, I'm actually too lazy. I thought it would come up right away, and I'm getting, like, Urban Dictionary kumite and yeah, okay. I assume it's not pleasant. <laughs> Word in which said, intends a promise, if broken, the person who said it gets kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Phil says, if you buy a drink, you have to eat that rotten apple. Okay, kumite Kumite! Phil then buys Jake a drink, but Jake doesn't eat the apple, resulting in him getting kicked in the balls. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's obviously not what we were looking for. Yeah. If if anyone knows the answer to this, if anyone wants to look up the word Kumite, I'm like 99% sure it is a real word, and I definitely heard it from Bloodsport before. Yeah, right? But again, like I said, I didn't. So, what you're saying, my buddy Dave's is an asshole, right? I would assume. <laughs> yeah. so, Yeah, let's right, just, just go with that.
1: Uh, <laughs> did you watch anything or recently? I uh, just watched The Meg actually. Okay. We were like a giant. Like I don't know how big the shark is because they say it's maybe twenty twenty five meters. I'm like. Wait, that's like seventy five feet? Like Well and the trailers that looked like the size, it looked the like, size looked like Godzilla, you know. Well, what it, looked, like, it looked like it like differed depending
0: on what scene. And same yeah. with the posters. It's like sometimes it the was the movie was a
1: bit all over. It Jaws. wasn't uh, good enough to be a good movie, it wasn't bad enough to be a good movie. It just didn't have the the, the uh, balls for it. It was kinda
0: Is it fun like piranha three?
1: It was or? not fun. It wasn't like wacky, it wasn't goofy, it was more like trying to be uh, like uh, Jaws, but like but with Jason Statham yeah yeah like, which you cannot do like Jaws with Jason up. Statham like a jacked up Jaws like like on yeah. steroids like it just didn't work out for me like I didn't like it at how all.
0: did like because it's been released the director talked about yeah. that it was originally sh- planned and shot as a rated R film but they never he shot a couple of the gory scenes but he took them out and had to remove I, them before they even finished the I them. would like, like more like gore missing?
1: I would like more goofy scenes I kind of wish this was more of like a campy movie like but a they, deep blue CR yeah they tried to do it as almost like a serious but again Rain Wilson's in it as like like, really, his character's really fun, but yeah. Jason Statham doesn't really do fun that well. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like, I've heard, too, there's like
0: a, a, a female Asian lead that just seems like she's thrown in to get that China
1: yeah. money, because that's
0: where all the money is these days. you got to have, like, either shoot in China or have your movie take place in China just, or have... Chinese uh, actresses. I think it's at all three, actually. Sorry? This yeah. Had all three, Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if they helped finance this or something, yeah. but I know this was definitely made for that Chinese market, and I'm sure that's where it's making most of its money. Definitely a
1: paint by numbers kind of joint, right? Like, I knew exactly what yeah. was going to happen, exactly when it was going to happen. And hmm. It wasn't like a fun action movie like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Like, where it's like, oh, you know where it's going, but you don't care. This is awesome. Where that one's like, well, I know it's going. Maybe it'll steer me wrong, but seeing like a CGI shark.
0: Did the, yeah, the, how
1: did the shark look? Did it look it better than that? It, look... it wasn't that cool, man. I thought it'd be a lot more interesting, but it wasn't really that.
0: No, cool. you did seem kind of. I, I thought this would have been, you know, one
1: of the highlights of this I summer. thought so, too. I was really excited about it. I, thought it. I thought it would be Piranha. Yeah. I thought it'd go on a beach and like be fucking eating dogs and, like, eating like, at <laughs> babies' feet and shit like that. But, like, it didn't, didn't happen. <laughs> I
0: don't think that happened to Piranha, did
1: it? No, no. <laughs> babies getting their feet. You yeah, sick yeah, fucking yeah. bastard. <laughs> but you would watch that movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I totally
0: would. Um, just out of, like, yeah, just out of the yeah. crazy. Zane of exactly. it crazy. Exactly. didn't have any. What man. are you going to give them, Meg? I got to give it five, man. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, man. I found, I had, uh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Hopefully, I have a better uh, reaction
1: to it. That, that seems pretty bad. Again, if you're going out to the king like, like Jaws, yeah, you, you, you can't come at me with this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Cool. Well, I, I watched two more films I'm going to talk about. I went on a bit of uh, Kino How to Sail uh, recently, uh, a month or so ago. I picked up a bunch of films, and I, I picked up two Rob uh, um, Scheider. Scheider? Yeah, Scheider. Schneider? Scheider. Rob Schne- No, Roy? Roy? Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider. Roy Scheider, Rob Schneider. Fuck, man. That's some bad... Roy Scheider is in his grave, just like, are you really fucking mixing me up with is Rob he Schneider? Yeah.
1: No. He, he was in 2001. He was in 2010, right? 2010, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's a guy, like, I've, I've always loved him in Jaws. Mm. Of course, he's incredible. Even Jaws 2, he's good in, and, and, you know, he didn't even want to be what there. What is the
1: mayor in both Jaws is? It's the same mayor, right? Yeah. That's weird. Would you like like, kick him out after the first movie? You'd think. (laughs) I never thought about that.
0: Um, Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, okay. Fucking Maddie. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I went on this double feature of Rob Schneider, and I, I I really need to see Sorcerer, the Friedkin film that is supposed to be fucking amazing. But, yeah, they released it originally as a Digibook, and it went out of print. I've been trying to find that, but it's really mm-hmm. expensive, and I don't want to get a cheap regular yeah. disc. So it's killing me, because I want to see it. So if anyone has a Digibook wants to send it to me for free... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, um, yeah, he, he actually, uh, Twilight Time just released one of his movies, too, that I almost bought. 52 Pickup or something. It's almost like a semi-sequel to... French Connection? Oh, awesome. Wait, that's another film he's awesome yeah, yeah, anyways, I, I haven't really tackled this guy's catalog, but he's got a lot of decent movies. Like, yeah. A lot of movies that look interesting. So, I, anyways, I picked up two movies I wanted to talk about. I watched them. first one is Last Embrace from 1979. This is directed by uh, Jonathan Demme, who would uh, later go on to do Silence of the Lambs. Pretty much it opens up. He's an agent. He's on a, a mission-slash-dinner with his wife, an undercover mission, and some... You, you don't know who these guys are, but some... Uh, evil agents or terrorists or whatever bust in the restaurant and blow try to shoot him and end up killing his wife so he takes some time off he goes to like I guess like an asylum or something just to take time off yeah. and you know he has to pass the psychologist let him out and whatnot. but anyways he gets out uh, he's ready to get back into action but um, it seems like the agency possibly doesn't want him back and he thinks maybe they're even trying to kill him because you know oh, he, if they don't want him back he knows too much yeah. so he's very paranoid he thinks it, it, he also thinks maybe it's the the terrorists in the beginning or. after after him, pretty much the whole movie is he thinks someone's trying to kill him. So
1: is he insane? Is one of the things like you don't? Well, know I, if I don't he's want to spoil it. Yeah, events. you don't know what's going
0: because there's a scene like yeah. he's waiting for the train and he gets pushed. He think or he thinks he gets pushed by someone and he tackles it, and everyone's like, dude, he didn't push you. Like you tripped. This, what are you talking yeah. about? So you had this going on. He also when he goes to uh, his um, to his safe house, th- there's a, a female agent that's living there and she's like, what? Like they sent me here. This is my place. So he oh, ends up having to sh- share with she's her. In it. And yeah, she she helps him investigate. But exactly, there may be more to her story. So yeah, it's kind of like this Hitchcockian obviously not on the quite same level it's like a lower tier hitchcockian film um my problem was it didn't have enough like tense moments Moments? uh, enough like yeah it needed more attention i I think it's just like i mean i like these movies that go at a slower pace and you know they rely not necessarily on music like it's all about the sounds and just kind of i don't know those quiet moments i like that movies where they're investigating but um yeah i I wanted a little bit more from Mm -hmm. this Christopher Watkins in there. He's, like, the agency's leader. So it's cool Is he a
1: badass in this? Cool to
0: see him in a couple yeah. of scenes. He's not into much. He's pretty much there to tell the guy, like, hey, we're not trying to kill you. Why would yeah. we try to kill you? But, yeah, there's definitely... There's a really cool set piece in a bell tower. There's a shootout in a bell tower, which I thought well, was... That's, that's cool. Hitchcockian. Yeah, homage to yeah. Vertigo, I assume. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Shadow was really good in it, but I, I don't really have much more to say. Yeah. It was I don't know. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I'm glad I have it. I I think it's definitely worth a watch, but it it was missing something that put yeah. it at that level. But I, I would still probably give it a, a six out of ten. Awesome. Um, I think that the climax did take place in Niagara Falls or something. Oh, like shit. That. But anyways, uh, yeah, it, it was okay. But I, I enjoyed the second movie a lot more. Uh, this one's from 1982 called Still the Night. Oh, and this is, again, kind of a Hitchcockian, more Brian yeah. De Palma, I guess, style thriller. But in this one, he plays a psychologist. Uh, his patient is murdered. So the cop is coming to see if he knows anything. He's also visited by his his patient with had a mistress played by Meryl Streep. Oh shit! Who's kind of like the sex object in this film? Like there's there's some nudity from Meryl Streep, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I see as like strange, this, right? Yeah, I she's see as like, uh, like this proper like. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like you know seeing um, the Queen's tits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, Meryl Streep, I guess you could compare the queen. <laughs> Some people would, I guess. She's considered a, a queen of, mm-hmm. of Hollywood. But uh, anyways, so he's visited by his mistress and uh, he kind of starts to have a, a thing for her. Oh. Um, you also have throughout it, the flashbacks of him um, interviewing the patient. Mm-hmm. So there's hints and stuff in there. And while this is going on, People around him are kind of getting murdered, and he believes he thinks that the mistress is the one doing it. Okay, so she kind of becomes suspect. So there's a lot of tense things oh, where he's hell. on a date with her. She's an auctioner so she's auctioning something off, and she's like, "Ah, oh, come sit, and you can see." It's kind of like fun and action packed, yeah. whatever. It'd be interesting. So while the uh, this auction's going on, he's like kind of sneaks away, and he's going to sneak into her office. And there's a tense moment where she realizes he's gone, and she's going to get there before. I, I don't know. There, there's some yeah. cool moments. I thought they did a good job with that. Um, there's also a nightmare. Um, secret the, the, the patient described this nightmare he had, and you see it. And um, Scheider's kind of trying to put it all together because there's secrets in that nightmare that may relate to oh, the murder. Okay. Kind of like it actually kind of even had like an Argento kind of vibe yeah. to it. Uh, where you know, again, not at the same level as Hitchcock, but maybe Argento style, but not as gory Yeah, uh, Jessica Tandy's in there, the from the birds. Oh, nice, uh, as his mother. Um, yeah again one of those things where there's a lot of like quiet moments which I really enjoy that are tense and there's not this score it's just like quiet moments as he's investigating and I Mm -hmm. I don't know I always like that kind of stuff. There, It was pretty suspenseful. Uh, again, not on the same level as, you know, if you're expecting blowout or a yeah, to kill. Yeah, that's... But again, it's this little film that I just found out, but I enjoyed it. And uh, just another Schneider film that I, I think is worth a watch. I'd probably give it a six and a half out of ten. Yeah. Again, okay, it's not great. It's missing something that yeah. makes it special, but I would still uh, recommend it. I don't know. I, I had fun with it. Cool. Uh, did you watch anything else? Have or... you seen
1: the documentary uh, Nightmares uh, in Blue, Red, and White? Yeah, I have that, yeah. I really enjoyed that documentary. What it is? It's uh, talking about all the American horror movies. Yeah. So it goes from like uh, what the uh, yeah, is it red, Nosferatu red, blue and white, or, or something yeah, or the or American nightmares. Blue? Yeah. And it just goes through uh, all the American night uh, nightmares, like the horror movies and stuff like that.
0: And it really doesn't cool. relate to like what was going yeah, on in exactly, the world like at the, the time, the Vietnam like, War, yeah. and all these
1: like uh, veterans coming back, all like uh, disformed and whatnot, like Johnny Get Your Gun and all that fun stuff. I, I really enjoyed seeing how all these horror movies kind of uh, parlayed what was going on in, in the current events at the time. Yeah,
0: nightmares in red, white, and blue—the evolution of the American horror film from 2009. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I picked up a, a box set. that had that, and it had, I think, what's it called, American Grindhouse or something. the Same thing. It was like a documentary. Oh, cool, Grindhouse. Do you
1: film have like the stuff. American Scream as well, or is that something else? That's maybe one. maybe but, that was about I'm the, to think the guy of what the who does the um, 100 Houses.
0: Yeah, no, it was American Grindhouse Cool. Said I got a double feature, but uh, yeah, no, I, I remember enjoying it.
1: And it's cool cause they have the, all the directors too, like Joe Dante's talking yeah. about Gremlins, and it's talking about uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, uh, L- not Leonard Maltin's in it as well.
0: Yeah. I wonder, yeah, it'd be fun to like look back in ten years now with all the Trump shit going on. Yeah, I wonder what horror films we're
1: gonna get. Oh, dude, I guess we're living the horror. Yeah, I guess like Get Get Out is one. Like you actually see like all the the shit that's going on with the uh, racial tensions in America right now. Yeah, there's all
0: All the gun. Gun Someone's got to do something about all the like the the the
1: purge, the The, gun gun control. Yeah, I guess that is kind of in relation
0: to the the violence that they're constantly having, but. um, Anyways, we're not going to get too political no, here. We're, but, um, okay, we're
1: a bunch of fucking slobs from Canada. What do we know? We just need to be polite, eh? Why don't you bring back some of the We Would it like to eat poutine and
0: <laughs> have a maple syrup? I can't even do a Canadian. That was Scottish. <laughs> oh, man. I'm in mean, Canada. I can't even do a Canadian yeah, accent. Um yeah, I was going to put another shrimp on
1: the barbie. <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> what what the <laughs> is the matter with you? <laughs> put another beer in the fridge. You know mate? what? That is Canada, kind of, man. Like uh, we're uh, what the, the the mosaic. Like well, hey, that, that if whole, you're Australian,
0: you're Canadian. Yeah, now. that whole accent. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it, I don't know anyone that talks like that. I don't but
1: know. Like the uh, hey, we're going that's down, more like a Newfoundland go, go thing. Going isn't down it? to the ice rink with my buddy Gord. We're yeah. gonna have some uh, some two fours of the uh, Molson Canadians <laughs> and some
0: of them them holes that they put in the donuts, Eh? It's funny because when I think of that accent, I think of the. um What's the American movie the the document about the the two guys making coven or co- co-
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, that, that yeah yeah kind of
0: reminds me of how they talk what was that an American movie I think that's called the American movie or yeah. something
1: that's a great movie that is kind of amazing I mean, right? watch that again this yeah. October I've been dying it's one to watch of the it. things like it is like the uh, office before the office was the office you know what I'm saying yeah. like it was definitely like a template for the office I think but
0: that, these are real guys it's not an act that's not a f- f- oh I thought it was no. I thought it was
1: like a, like a faux
0: no this is actually these are real guys That's guy that's oh that makes it even better I thought
1: it was like a a, a a mockumentary no
0: no that's a that's totally real oh that
1: is amazing
0: that's just a real film about guys trying to make a film oh that is awesome
1: um Cool,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I also watched a uh, blood sucking cinema. Sorry, what
0: are you gonna give? Uh,
1: I gotta give seven. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. A blood sucking cinema. I actually, m- I picked that up as well. I don't know if I watched it. That's kind of like
0: on vampire. was not as, was it hurts not as good. Yeah. yeah,
1: like they didn't have like the uh, star power of this. It's not one, in depth. They had like they were going over like how. Uh, uh, underworld was one of the best ones, or what's the other one? Blood Rain. Yeah, I,
0: I think like a- can- I think this is like a, like almost like an MTV special. Yeah, I didn't hear. I I got it for like five bucks. I didn't hear yeah. much good about
1: it. But like Kerry Bolts interviewed videos. in it. you like so you're like okay. And like yeah. I had to look up, you know, and Scott Townsend. You know who this guy is? Um.
0: He sounds familiar. He's from those like underworld films. Yeah, the, that's uh, exactly
1: like I had no idea who he was. I'm like, who was the Scott types? I thought it was like the uh, was the drummer from the Police, right? Yeah,
0: right. I think it was definitely yeah made for the younger generation of like here's the yeah. mainstream vampire fucks. here's some Twilight. Plus, you know, there is also Nosferatu. Like, they probably go yeah. over the shit you yeah. already know about.
1: They're not talking about. And the they talk vampires. about like an interview with the vampire and Anne Rice and all
0: that. Well, I'm fine with <laughs> that. <I, I, laughs> fair enough. I haven't seen Interview with the Vampire in a while. Like I, I've been saving it if we ever do a Tom Cruise. It's been, Curry's. what, like
1: three weeks for you? Yeah. Or?
0: No, it's it's been years. So I, I think I was going to watch it last October with Becky because mm-hmm. I don't think she's seen it. She was oh, did the like to get,
1: get you guys in the mood? Like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids are dead. No, I, I, like I think that's a film
0: that, like, it's a good film. That yeah. you, it's not, like, just trying to be lots of
1: gore. Like, yeah. there's a story to it. And oh, it's, it's a great it's story, too. It's a big epic too. story of it's love. It's a and, sprawling story, too. Like, it's an opus. Yeah, I guess there's some love in there, but yeah. it's more of like this epic story of well, they can love each other, life. right? Like yeah. Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise are like, yeah, <laughs> it's clearly a yeah. bre- couple, right?
0: The first uh, gay vampire yeah. Um Actually, I don't even know if that's actually. I just picked up Vampire Lesbo, so that will be a uh, oh yeah, <laughs> on my October viewing. Uh, I've been picking up a lot. Actually, I picked up a movie I'm really excited to talk about again. We're getting lesbian vampire into. killers. No, it's called a. Uh, um vampire orgy but apparently there's no orgy there's not even any sex in it they just named it that to try to like sell it yeah, to a people bit titillating. it's supposed to be like a really cool atmospheric yeah. vampire movie the a vampire night orgy or something <laughs> anyways well maybe I'll talk about it in october
1: we're getting off track can't here can't wait so uh, a oh, yeah, I, I had to give a 5 okay. yeah it wasn't equal to the meg yeah <laughs> I might have enjoyed this a bit more, so I might. Oh worry. fuck, man! Yeah. I'm gonna
0: watch the Megan's gonna be a favorite from it
1: might be something. you. You love shitty movies, <laughs> and
0: you're a Jason wow. Statham
1: guy, aren't you? you no, you,
0: I'm really not actually. Like, I I liked him in Snatch, and yeah. you know, Italian Job was okay. I I haven't even seen the Crank or Transporter series yeah. to be honest. I've he seen has a lot. I have stuff. no idea. Like, I've heard the Crank series is worth a watch. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's like really insane. Yeah, but uh, anyways, one more thing I wanted to uh, talk about before we get into Mask of Red Death, uh, we were... Our, talking about
1: (laughs) we had a uh, we had an evening together
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we were talking about uh, doing this as it's own separate episode but when we watched it we felt like yeah I don't know if we could do a whole hour on this and to be honest the other reason the real reason we were doing it was so the numbers added up to our 50th Mm -hmm. that was back when these episodes were supposed to come out, be put out all that got switched around, so we're going to add this segment into the episode now. We, yeah, we're talking about we both uh, yeah got together and watched an evening of Edgar Allan Poe. This is the fifty-three um, minute special from nineteen seventy that mm-hmm. Vincent Price He's did.
1: Four different stories, and then um, just him on stage. Yeah, what? him
0: pretty much on stage. I don't know if it's live, but it's,
1: it would be hard to do like them like a changes live because they like, they had different sets. Constantly, which is kind of. But cool. I, well, I
0: think yeah, I think the sets. He probably would have went back, and they would have changed the yeah. set. I, I would. I don't know. It kind of does. though seem like like yeah. each segment was done. But live. you didn't
1: hear any like applause or anything, did you? No, I, I don't know. And um, the camera angle kind of worked for a lot of these stories, right? Like,
0: it, but it was very basic. Like, yeah. yeah, you're not getting any crazy camera angles. No. These are. These are sometimes it will zoom in a close up. Yeah, it is very um kind of almost like a BBC TV production yeah. kind of thing. But uh yeah, it always
1: was like a dinner theater, like an yeah. evening with uh
0: but I, I mean, I was kind of worried that um, it, it felt funny because we haven't got together and watch a movie in a long time, and we choose this movie, <laughs> the, <laughs> a fifty the, minute special yeah. a guy on stage, re- pretty much reading, reenacting. I felt the, like uh, me and you films. should be like
1: drinking brandy. and like, yeah. oh, flips, how are things? Uh, things are well, eh?
0: Yeah, I felt we weren't, you know, dressed well enough. Like we should have had, you know, suits and all that.
1: I say hi to the wife and the kids for me. Would you yeah. there, uh, Kyle? <laughs> I
0: have little monocles, but um, <laughs> no, yeah. But I, I was surprised at how entertaining it was. I mean, it was it was I actually was kind of, of a lot of fun.
1: I guess when we started these episodes, I said like I would watch Vincent Price read a uh, phone book on stage and still be entertained, and this shows he could yeah, do it. And I, he I could would. do it well.
0: <laughs> I, I was quite. Uh, I mean, again, where people kind of say like uh, he's more of a campy, he's not mm-hmm. a great actor. I disagree. Again, I think he's shown in many films his acting skills, and I think even this. Yes, again, it does have the stage production, but there is some real performance in yeah. there, and then the, just the fact that. Trying to remember these stories again, like I don't think there was cuts. I think it's he had to know these. They from making are an end. wordy
1: motherfuckers too. Like yeah. they're so wordy, especially Telltale Heart. Like he is constantly throwing out these weird uh, allegory, going yeah. on. Yeah,
0: and and just like his expressions and everything. Like mm. you believed that this was his character telling the story. I thought he was he did a great job. Mm. And then you have so the four star- stories he covered was the Telltale Heart, which was I think that was my favorite of the yeah. four. Yeah, he did. He killed that, right? Um. Then he did the Sphinx, which is. uh It was more of a comedy. It was kind of my least favorite because that one was a lot of like, "Oh, I'm going to go through the nature book and try to find this creature" kind of thing. It it felt like more like he was reading the lines and less acting, acting them. And I think that's just the type of story. I'm not saying that as a as a negative to him, but I think that's just the type of story. Um, But then he did the Cask of Amontillado. Amontillado, right? That was a lot of fun because he was playing both characters. Two characters, and he
1: did it very well. Oh, That's exactly. what I was talking about. Like you know, in like Lord of the Rings, how they have like the golem talking to Strangle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly how they cut it. So like, yeah. he was talking to two different people, which I thought. Yeah, was they would cool. just do
0: like one angle with this mm-hmm. character, and then the other angle, with the other side. And it was kind of like even the lay- way the lighting is, you could really they made the two different characters. They made that one scene.
1: character a little bit drunk too. Did you know? Oh yeah, yeah, He was a
0: bit slurred in his yeah.
1: speech, and like, wow, it's
0: oh, he, he, it was was, he was fantastic. It was it was fun, and that that story was a lot of fun too. Again, we're both yeah. coming into it's like we know. We both know *Pit and the Pendulum*. Yeah. We both know *Telltale Heart*. That's a classic. That's been you know retold. I know it from *The yeah, Simpsons*. That's exactly what I was say. <laughs> it's *The Simpsons*. But *The Sphinx* and *The Cask of Amontillado* uh, were two new stories yeah, for me. I didn't and, know them. And they're fun. I mean, *The Sphinx* had kind of like this fun little uh, almost anthology-like yeah. ending. And *The Cask of Amontillado* was just a fun
1: story. <laughs> like it, it was. I think what made that story was him being like, "Where is the Amontillado? Yeah. <laughs> Time to get to the Amontillado." Oh.
0: It's a perfect story for yeah. you because you're a, a
1: yeah. brewery guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you yeah, probably yeah. appreciate. I will that. kill people. <laughs> For a good come, come on down to the brewery, man. No, no, it's a little, little bit closer. Like, you're not seeing like, Goodfellas? But he's like, yeah. no, nah, just behind there. Go, 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 go get yourself another uh, pint of beer. Just, just that could behind. be a good like horror
0: film. Like, kind yeah. of like, oh, yeah. This, is, yeah, this is stuff I give to the regular customers. Yeah, but you the, I got back, the, the real good keg, the real good brew I have hidden in the basement. Let me show you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would work. Um, and then the last story was, yes, Pit in the Pendulum, which was kind of fun. We had just recently watched the movie, so hmm. it was kind of fun to see the story side of it and how different it is. It's more basic, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much he gets thrown in a pit and then escapes and then he wakes up and he's on the table and that's the story there's none yeah. of this so I, again I, I think romance, they there's nothing no they like, did a good job with these yeah. movies because I've heard people complain like ah uh, they, they it's not true to the story yeah exactly it's how like, could
1: you make a movie out of this yeah. like, poem? home because it's like like a five yeah. um, five okay we'll it was about 15 minutes if that yeah if that, and yeah. it would be maybe like 5-10 minutes on yeah. screen like that's
0: yeah like I, I think they did a good job of taking a basic story and kind of expanding it to something cool but uh, yeah I, again i don't. I don't know much to say. I was just really impressed with his performance. I thought it was mm. again. I was yeah. entertained. It's not like any time. I feel like a price film. This is probably not going to be my go-to no, listen. It's, but I, I could see myself watching. You it again your
1: and, it and I'm yeah. uh, Unless it's like me and like maybe Adam. I, I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to sit through this. Um, I, I don't. Well, again,
0: yeah. I, yeah, it is for a price f- yeah. or. Edgar and Poe fans only. I wouldn't suggest this to yeah. any horror fan, but uh, I, I don't know. I was just kind of worried it was going to be really like literally him in front of a book, just reading a book, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, I was quite impressed with it. It, it. I was like sucked into the stories, and I was like, uh, you know, I was kind of getting into it to wait to see what happened. Yeah. Although I, it was, we watched this. Not that late night, but I was really tired, and I was kind of like, I have to wake up and like, man, so wait, is this what actually happened? <laughs> Make sure, like, I think most of the time I had it correct the, the strings, I think I was, you had to kind of-
1: Explain it to you? Yeah, a little we bit. We pause but, it um, now, Kyle?
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I just blame that I'm tired, not on his yeah. bad readings. We should have um, got
1: drunk, so we should have done. Yeah. that
0: <laughs> I think we'd be like, what? Hey, what's going on? What?
1: <laughs> like Why are you drunk? Well, me and Kyle watched an evening of Edgar Allan Poe with Vincent Price. Like, well, what's this? Like, it's just Vincent Price doing plays on stage. Like, so you got drunk to do this? Like, well, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'd be like, we'd feel bad for Montalado because we'd relate exactly. to him. Exactly.
1: But yeah, I don't, I don't. I wake up and you have me like cast in your basement somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which actually that that is the same story as a black cat, right? As well, like he seems to like that a lot. Oh, you know, like
1: burying people alive. Yeah, yeah. burying people
0: alive again. We talked about it in a previous episode. That that seems to be a part of all his stories. Yeah, I guess he was so scared of being buried yeah. alive, maybe. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know I how guess to that rate was it, like, this. Back in the day, too. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I'll, I'll talk. To you we later. We, did,
0: we did talk yeah. about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, like I don't know how to rate this. What would you rate it though? I guess like he yeah, has a hard one to rate. Like I think. I'm going to rate it like separate. So just because I give this this mark doesn't mean it's I, I'm going to watch this more than these other films. But I think for what it is, I would probably go seven out of ten.
1: I was going to go seven, maybe even seven point five. I think
0: yeah, like I think for that it's really good. Now I think he's fantastic, I, but again, it's not. I went
1: in with no expectations. I thought yeah. I would be bored, but I was not bored. Yeah. I was kind of uh, I wouldn't say edge of my seat, but yeah. I was I was engaged for yeah. like the whole hour, which is kind of cool.
0: I, I think the worst. Part is, like, I wish I could have saw that live. I, yeah. You know, I became, I mean, I, I knew of Price as a kid. I liked Thriller and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think I became a bigger fan, you know, when Absolutely. he was already gone. And it, it's too bad because that would have been really cool yeah. to, you know, experience something like that live. And I know- um, you heard Je- Jeffrey Coons. Yeah, Jeffrey Coons is doing uh, it now, which would be interesting. That would
1: be awesome, right? I, I is heard... he doing a, a, a Lovecraft or is he doing Poe? Uh, no, I think it's Poe. That would be awesome. I believe it is. Because he was in the Pit and the Pendulum, like the
0: remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's kind of uh, mm-hmm. following in Price footsteps. That's kind of cool. But I don't know. Like I'm sure it would be good, but I don't have the same affinity for Combs. Like I like him, yeah. as I do Price. You know, yeah. Price is kind of like ever I'll check out anything he does. Combs I'll be like, ah, oh, he's hey, in yeah. it. That's cool, awesome. I'm not going to search out his catalog, but yeah, it would still definitely be be an interesting uh, experience yeah. for sure. Um, are we done? Let's yeah, yeah. We jump think, into Pri- yeah,
1: Price. Let's, let's let's do it. Yeah,
0: let's uh, throw on the trailer for The Mask of the Red Death from 1964 we nice.
1: God them. No, I beg of you!
0: Mercy, mercy!
1: Lord Satan, send me a
0: demon, so I may know I'm to be your wife. I want to help save your soul so you can join me in the glories of hell. No, never. Diamonds. Creates his own heaven, his own hell.
1: Let me see your face.
0: European prince terrorizes the local peasantry while using his castle as a refuge against the Red Death plague that stalks the land. Yes, we're talking about The Mask of the Red Death from 1964. This is the final movie from the, I believe the final movie from the Corman and Poe, Corman Poe Price uh, series. (laughs) Not that just what we're covering, but I think this is the final one they did. I think Price may have did another um, Poe story. Possibly later on, but I don't think Corman was yeah. involved
1: in that. Because after this, like uh, he wanted like the drug movies, right? Like he did like the LSD uh, trip. I think so. It, yeah,
0: I think yeah. The, yeah, I, def- I think this.
1: You is- can definitely see like during that dream sequence where like the uh, one girl's like sacrificing yeah. herself. You can actually see like all this. He started playing around with the uh, stuff that he did in the LSD movies.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe cause, like I, I think that, all that, these, that dream is like
1: a fucking trip. Right? All these four films will have. These these kind
0: of nightmare stream sequences with the colors and all weird imagery, Mm -hmm. and I I think it's almost my problem with them. I think like when you first see it, it was like kind of cool, but when all four films have like this five minute sequence, it's kind of similar. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, I feel like I've seen that before. But uh, no, this this definitely was the end of this. This is when the whole kind of gothic. I think this is no Hammer films were still going at this point, right? Or they were no this is when they're coming to an end I think this well, I thought
1: like they they, oh, no, they beginning were in, in the 60s the yeah right?
0: they were beginning of the 70s So I guess Hammer was coming but again Hammer yeah. was more about the blood and stuff Gore. whereas the, the whole this is kind of like the elegant yeah. horror where it's like covering yeah. Edgar Allan Poe I mean yeah. but I think this is the last film and even this film wasn't as successful as the last I think even Corman admitted like this is at the point where you know what, it, he wasn't even trying to make like a scary horror film it was just him trying to do like a really cool artistic movie you know visual experience uh,
1: that kind of screws with your mind and I think that's why he did a great job in this too yeah. like the uh, the colored rooms are so fucking yeah. cool right because he walks to like a room that's everything is yellow yeah then he tells about how he tortured a guy like his dad like my father tortured a man in this room he Yeah, nothing but yellow food and like yeah he kept was them awesome. in the,
0: locked in the room for year, a couple years yeah. where yeah everything was yellow so by the time he got out, he was afraid of like the sun and oh, da- even Dan. Hines. Awesome, so, yeah, right? that's a that's a cool speech. But yeah, anyways, what I was saying is yeah, the producer was kind of disappointed that it didn't make as much, mm-hmm. and I think you know it's because this was kind of the style of horror was going out at yeah. the time, and I think this was made the least out of all the um price Corman Poe P-P-C. pictures. <laughs> but um, this is one of uh, of Corman's favorite films. Actually, uh, I think he said this, the Intruder, that William Shatner one. That also bombed actually, oh, yeah. and the man with the X-Ray Rise, which I haven't watched. I have it though. I should really fill that in. The, those, these are like the three films, his favorite films, I guess he did in his career. I yeah. believe so. Um, and I think a lot of people consider this one of the best. I really uh, Price this films, and definitely one of the be- the highlight of the Corman mm-hmm. Poe Price. I I don't want to spoil too much it, but I, I don't feel that way. I'll get out of personally. here.
1: It looks gorgeous right it does look gorgeous
0: well, yeah well yeah for sure I mean I, I think it is it's probably the best looking of the mm-hmm. pictures it it is like the set design, the costumes yeah. you can tell like they had more money for this production, I think it really shows yeah. I think it all looks great it's a very colorful film the cinematography
1: is fantastic, even the man in red he's playing the Tyra cards at the beginning like, oh, yeah, what yeah, a yeah. cool way to start
0: this movie oh cool yeah there's some really cool images. yeah the, the 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 red death the personification yeah. of uh the red death as this person kind of in a almost a red cloak yeah. death um, Um, yeah, it's such a cool image. But yeah, even even Corman's direction in this film, I think, is better than anything he's done. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of cool, you know, the dancing sequences. He's doing some camera movements in this film that you haven't really seen him do up to this point, I thought. Um, Yeah, it's just a big, elaborate production, and I think it looks great. Mm -hmm. I I, I totally agree with you on that that level as a visual experience. It's fantastic. I just feel like, for me personally, it's... It's missing something. I don't know what it is. I feel like... Do
1: you you find that you've noticed that it was like three differently disjointed stories?
0: Well, I think the biggest issue I have with this film is there's no hero. There's no lead to really Mm -hmm. follow. You're pretty much introduced at the beginning that the the townspeople... So you have a brother... Sorry, uh, there's the woman and her brother
1: and her father. It's her boyfriend, right? Her beau?
0: Yeah, sorry. Her her boyfriend and Her Her father and they're captured and then she's taken as well and you see you have this kind of thing where they that Price wants them to battle to the death so one of them's gonna die and then you have her but like they don't really have much to do in the film other than they show up when they're needed and then her as a lead I don't think she's an interesting enough character she's just kind of there and you're getting her perspective going as Price is showing her how he runs his castle but other than that, there there's no
1: really hero. There's no The there's hero nothing. is Vincent Price in this, right? Like yeah. you you're rooting for this guy. We said it before, like when you're watching this movie, you don't care that he's the E list dude. He yeah. does it with such charm and grace that it's okay.
0: I just and I just feel like that. there's no whereas all all these other films we watched, there's like an ongoing mystery, there's a plot you're trying to figure out. This thing there there really isn't that. It's he's Held up in this castle with a bunch of other rich people
1: who he gets to do fucking stupid things he is for like, his amusement. I love when they're in the scene and like, Look at you, you're a pig. Get on the foot oh, like, like a pick, and the guy's like more than happy, like, yeah, right there, boss. <laughs> yeah. They're all like almost like, like, like hoo, 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 you got him, man.
0: And yeah, you really got to love because you're yeah. thinking, like, imagine, like, if you know, this is these are people, the government, like, these are all the rich people that yeah. you love to hate. And as, as sinister and evil he is, he's even a prick to these people, and he's yeah. gonna make these people make an ass of themselves but for his again, own amusement. He's like everyone's you know, they
1: just kind of like fucking the floor like animals, yeah, right? like it's an orgy, yeah, like, it's...
0: but yeah, I, I, I like that stuff, but again, like, I find there's still nothing really plot wise film they're held up there and you know that there's a plague outside and you're curious i guess if it's going to eventually make it inside but that's really all there is there's no well, you
1: got that story with the uh what hop toad yeah but that
0: yeah so H- hop toad is um that's actually a separate edgar Allan poe story that was thrown there's three, in here. Isn't there?
1: Sorry? there's like the hop toad and there's the other one like the uh, girl who's like a uh, worshiping satan like his uh, Vincent Price's wife to begin with, yeah. Then she like sacrifices herself. Well, Vincent ridden.
0: Price is a Satanist in this, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is that a, is that based on Edgar Allan Poster? I, I believe so. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure about that, but um, yes, it does have uh, Hop Toad was uh, another um poster they mix that into this where there's a little person and his girlfriend she's Um,
1: clearly a child right
0: yeah yeah, I know that that's that's weird I wonder yeah I think I was they talked about the making and he said like they chose a a child because so they could be more elegant when they're dancing I guess a little person can do it quite as well the ballerina Mm -hmm. scenes I guess but yeah that's so weird because it's a really young actress so they put an adult's voice over yeah and yeah, you have all the birds drooling over her, and like, and, like but he's like, weird. he's like calling her like my love, my yeah, wife. It, like. It's a little bit weird, but yeah. So the hop frog, sorry, no, hop toad. I think Hop Frog is the Poe story. He's hop in this, yeah. but um, that's a story where pretty much the the whole story is about this uh, this little revenge. person is getting revenge on the, the, the guy various, for slapping her. Yeah, the various lords, and they all uh, he convinces them. Same thing as then, really in this movie, he convinces yeah. them to wear ape suits and their costumes catch on fire, and he dies. Which is they say, apparently that's somewhat possibly based on Poe. There's there's a lot of things where maybe Poe based it like he was angry at his girlfriend and her. Family or something like
1: that, did Poe have a child bride? Like wasn't Poe the guy who like married his like thirteen year old? Yeah, cousin but I don't know like if that
0: was. I don't think she was that young, was she? I don't know.
1: I, I thought it was a child bride. Mm. I could be mistaken.
0: But the other story they say this is based on is there actually was a real in thirteen ninety three. Actually, there was a French King, Charles the Sixth. And him and his five lords, they actually dressed as wild men for a masquerade. And uh, something happened, and they actually got caught on fire. And like I think four of the lords died. This oh, is a real crazy. story. So the incident became known as Ball of the Burning Men. Oh. but um, is, that where, is that
1: where Burning Man comes from these days? They get together in like yeah. California
0: and... <laughs> I don't know.
1: But uh, the, the, the post story, this
0: is based on *Masking of Red Death, is actually pretty close to the uh, the movie. So I don't think we really need to talk about the differences. Yeah. It's actually very close. Other than that, I don't think he was a Satanist in that. and I think in that one, the way that the other party goers, I guess I'm spoiling here, but the, the way certain people die is a, is a bit different order. Yeah. But other than that, it's a very similar story. But yeah, before we get too much into it, let's talk a little bit. So this again, we talked about this before, but this was going to be his second uh, picture after House of Usher. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do this as one of his favorite stories, but he felt there's too close similarities to Inger Bergman's The Seventh Seal from yeah. 1957, so he kept them delaying it back, but he looked back now and said that was kind of silly because it, it's different enough to yeah. stand on its own. I almost feel like maybe he just wasn't ready to tackle such a, you know, it was so important to him that he wanted to do it right. So he's yeah. waiting for till he really had it, till he really nailed down the story, which I believe took a while. Uh, yeah, and th- this film, they, they end up shooting it in Britain. This is the first uh, time Price and uh, Corman shot a film in, in Britain. Oh, both? Um, I believe that this is one of those things where there is like, they got a big... Tax uh, break on it and stuff, so sub- government subsidies. So that's why they ended up shooting there, and that allowed them to have extra money to do this. Because I don't, I think you know. Um, he always kept these productions cheap so the extra yeah. money they saved allowed them to do you know I think Bigger. like again it was still like I think like instead of shooting a whole movie in three weeks he had like six weeks which is still fucking insane and I think he said like he complained a lot that the British c- crews were a lot slower Oh, so, so he was, said like even it was, though it was five or six it was actually probably only four to American yeah. which I, I've read that a lot I guess British people, I guess, like, they do not do overtime or anything. So, like, if they're supposed to be down at 6 p.m., you you could be in the middle of a shot. And it's like, nope, we're done you could be literally in the middle of a shot oh, and they shut down. crazy, that's um, crazy. And they have all these things and they take like, uh, they talk about a lot on the, the, the Alien documentary. Tea? Yeah, exactly. They have like tea breaks and shit like that. That's yeah,
1: weird, man. Uh,
0: all this stuff. So I don't know if it's still like that, but it definitely was like that in the 60s, 70s, and even 80s, I believe. But yeah, I, I definitely think this is like, it's one of Corman's best shot films. Like there's some really... Cool, ambitious, oh, yeah. elaborate uh, set pieces and set designs and whatnot. Uh, did you notice everything kind of had an Eastern feel to it? Did you get that vibe what, from like the costumes and the weapons and all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah,
1: it yeah, actually makes sense, doesn't it? I, I,
0: I was like, where is this supposed to take place? Yeah. But I, I don't know. Maybe that was just me seeing things that actually weren't there. But I, I thought it. I, I noticed a bit of that. Um Apparently they had like they had where um, the the is running through the halls like that was even like two miles of corridors were built just for that scene. Oh, that's cool! Pretty crazy. Spread across three sound stages, so
1: and even the forest I thought looked cool. Where like the oh, village yeah. where they're burning it down.
0: I again I miss like all that. I know it sets, yeah. but I, there's something about like I know we're all you know people would point that out now. Yeah. Everything has to be real. They'd be like, yeah, why is that a fake tree? Yeah, but I think I don't know. I kind of like that stuff. I think it added a lot to yeah. it. Added a lot of like
1: atmosphere. Atmosphere. To that you kind of felt like you're in the village
0: it felt like kind of something like something was off a bit and I think that made it kind of spookier Mm -hmm. I don't know but, yeah, the, the other way, too, They, I guess there, there was another film that just finished shooting called Beckett that they were able to steal again. Oh, yeah? Steal a bunch of their sets from so to save money, so they did that a lot, I guess. Uh, this was written by uh, Charles Beaumont, did the screenplay. He also did, like we talked about, Um, we're not going to talk about him too much because we talked about him uh, last episode. He did The Haunted Palace, but he wrote this one again. I think something has happened, though, and he couldn't come down to do some script rewrite, so that's why they hired R. Wright Campbell, who is mostly known for westerns and stuff but he had started working with Corman he did like Machine Gun Kelly Um, Mm -hmm. I think that was before this film or maybe it was just after either way he he went on and did like a lot of Cormans like Teenage Mm -hmm. Caveman and Secret Invasion and Hell's Angels on Wheels and stuff like that so (laughs) I think the other guy was more of like the really good horror writer but this guy was a guy that was good at doing scripts quickly Mm -hmm. and uh, he worked well with Corman so yeah of course, Vincent Price is back as Prince Prospero. Let's
1: talk a little bit about him. I love... When he... His, my favorite scene from him, when he's in the village, like, burning it down, and he hears, like, this old lady screams, like, silence that! <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, uh, right? He, he's so good in this. Like, he, again...
0: Yes, there is a little bit of campiness there, but I don't yeah. care. Like, he is so sinister and evil. Yeah. But yet, you, there's something wrong with You still like him. You he's still like charming. Him. Like, it's it's weird. Like, he, he has, like, a hawk or something, right? And he yeah. just sends up, just to show the hawk goes up, kills another bird, and brings yeah. it down. He's just like, yep.
1: <laughs> this is his, like, it, You it, know how we train hawks? Yeah. We sew their eyes shut, so it has nothing to do but trust you. <laughs>
0: like, he, he just goes yeah. around and just does
1: shit to be a terrible person. Even, like, his buddies. he's like, I can't let you in. There's probably a black flag. The guy's like, Oh, I'll give you money. Oh, I saw you eyeing my wife the other day. I'll give you my wife. Like, you pathetic slob. Like, you can't leave me out here to die of the red flag. Like, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to let you die. The red flag. It takes like a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> they
0: fucking puts a bolt in his neck, Scar, man. yeah, scarlatti. It's yeah. I guess, And it seems like those guys were buddies at one time. It yeah. kind of shows you, like, he has no loyalty. it's oh, amazing, like, right? If it, if it's his amusement, he'll kill you. But yeah, yeah that, that again, that just shows you, like, that's my other problem. I guess not really a problem, but everyone in this film is fucking despicable. Yeah, because you have like you have a bit of the townspeople, but we don't really follow them much. Yeah. You, you know, you see them get a they're fodder, right? They get uh, you know their town gets burnt down at the beginning, and then later on they try to get in when the plague's hitting them. And, and he does the same thing to him too, right? Like, kills them all, yeah. Although again, he shows a bit of remorse there because he lets you see a little bit of his heart because he's like, kill her, but not the child. And
1: he, yeah, he says, I think bring he her in. did that. Just he didn't bring her in. He just let her lo- leave the forest, right? Oh, like okay, he's did like, leave her? Oh. yeah, he's like, don't. Why? Why would you waste a crossbow? She's gonna die. Anyway, oh, okay, like, I thought.
0: I thought he was actually being.
1: No, dead. no, he. Uh, he just killed her Like wanted for her to suffer. Like,
0: um, but yeah, he. He's. Well, he does, He again, what about this, like, the, so he takes this, this kind of young, attractive yeah. redhead uh, from the town, the one that has a brother and father. So he brings her, and he. the whole movie is really just him showing her how he runs and how well, he's an evil guy. he
1: wants to marry her, right? He's definitely, uh... Because,
0: yeah, I was going to say, like, you definitely see, like, he doesn't want to see harm come to her, at least. Well, no, because he
1: wants to yeah. fucking stick it, right?
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. He, he's great in this. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like you said, the scene where he just goes around insulting all these rich people at the party and gets them to do ridiculous things just because It's amazing, they can. right? And the fact that I mean, he wants even though he loves supposedly loves this woman, mm-hmm. he wants either her
1: her boyfriend or her father to die.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, like, that's, right? That's how sinister this yeah. guy is.
1: Like you're going to fight each other to the death. Like okay, you're not going to fight. He has like the poison sword? Yeah, talent. he has a poisonous it's like dagger.
0: Yeah, exactly. Roulette yeah. with daggers and it's like you guys are gonna take one and each slice each other till one of you
1: dies. That's great, right? That was a cool yeah. cool scene that well
0: even and that's the scene again showing how to yeah. speak with it. like all the other people around there are just yeah. laughing and getting a kick out of this like yeah. they're they're this is like you know, it's do it Games, do right? It. Like a yeah. dog fight to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, he he's really good in this to me, like if he if you had any other actor, I don't even know if I would care yeah, for picture you probably picture at all wouldn't. Like, I think he he's the glue that holds this film together in my for opinion like sure, he right? sells this film uh, so yeah uh, Jane Asher plays Francesca the peasant girl she also did this stone tape uh, t- it's like a I think it's a BBC production I know it's definitely a British production but it sounds kind of cool if you want to see it it's like this these people investigate this uh, haunting and I guess they find out that the ghost is like stuck in this stone wall or something and they, they're going to try to exercise it out or something or I do know it sounded kind of cool though but um, yeah she's she's okay in this I don't have any problems with her she's just mm-hmm. literally there to be like kind of the our perspective into this insane yeah. world that Price lives kind of a cool story she uh, she asked uh, J- Roger Corman if her friend could come visit them on set for lunch or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, so he had lunch with them and it turned out it was Paul McCartney this is before oh, the Beatles were thing crazy. I think this is uh, yeah I guess like this might have been right before their big show because apparently the next day is when like the Beatles it was all over the papers that the they Beatles blew added, up as this big band yeah so kind of
1: a so Paul McCartney was hitting that or it's just like a I,
0: I, I don't know if it was a friend or what mm-hmm. or if they were uh, dating I'm not too sure but um, uh, we got uh, Hazel Courts in this as Julian that's uh, Price has a mistress yeah. she's it sounds like like he's wanted her to become his wife but she's been kind of pushing up but then now yeah. when this younger she wants. attractive woman comes in she wants to get in there before you know because if if she's not his wife she isn't. he has not really have yeah. a use for her so um, and she also dabbles in the in the black arts the black arts yeah um, that black room
1: is cool looking too yeah. right i love how you look and see you can see like the yellow the purple the white room and the right at the back black room yeah, yeah or he sleeps in a fucking coffin that's so metal right
0: yeah well yeah th- there's a cool scene where she's investigating the castle mm-hmm. at night and yeah like she sees hazel court uh his mistress and she's just like in this weird trance and then she sees price mm-hmm. sleeping and then all of a sudden he opens up his eyes with really cool, a it's a really cool jump scare like yeah. again it's back when jump scares earned it yeah it didn't just feel like it was thrown in and it was a cat or some yeah. bullshit it was like a real cool jump scare but hazel court's uh, an actress it's uh Anyone that's into Price or a lot of these old films should be familiar with. She did Ghost Ship from 1952, which sounds really cool. Uh, she was in The Curse of Frankenstein, which many consider one of the best Hammer films. Uh, Man Who Could Cheat Death. She was in Dr. Blood's Coffin. Um, she did two other Corman um, pro productions Premature Burial, which um, Price was supposed yeah. to star in, but Ray Millard did. But it's a really good film. And she was also the star of The Raven with uh, Price. Did she end up marrying
1: Price? Or was that uh, mm-hmm. somebody
0: else? I, don't, I think it was so notes, but yeah. I, I could be wrong. I, I didn't look into that. Maybe you're right. Huh. Um and then yeah, the, again the rest of the cast you have David Weston as Gino um Francesca's lover. Yeah. He, he did Witchcraft which is a really a movie that sounds really cool. Kino was supposed to release but it, something happened and it got pulled from schedule and it hasn't been released yet, but I it's something I want to see. Uh her father is um Nigel Green plays uh, Ludovic, her father. Again, he did a bunch of stuff. He did some some genre flicks, A Quarters of Blood, and he played Hercules and Jason the Argonauts <laughs> and uh, The Skull, the Anamicus uh, production. Um, but that's pretty much the cast. And then we have, um, oh, we got to mention Patrick McGee is Alfredo. He's uh, oh, he's, he's like kind of his, I, what would you say?
1: Right-hand hand man, I right-hand guess. Right-hand
0: man, I guess. But he even price treats him like shit. Yeah. But he, he's really good. In this and that's an actor. Like I, I knew he was in something. I was trying to think of it, and then you look and it's like he's been in everything. Everything. He, Dementia Thirteen, The Skull, Die Monster, Die with Boris Karloff. Mm-hmm. He was in for if you're in the Amicus anthology. He was in the original Tales from the Crypt Asylum. Okay. Uh, he was in And Now the Screaming Starts. Uh, he was in The Hammer, Demons of the Mind, Monster Club, another Price anthology. Oh, nice. And then he later on did some Kubrick, uh, Clockwork Orange, Barry Lyndon. Uh, one of his last films actually was uh, Lucio Fucci's Black Cat. So, oh, cool. Yeah, if, you, if you're in, again, a lot of these older horror films, you're, you, he's you a face you're definitely going to see around. And usually he plays kind of the same the, guy. The evil guy kind of in those films too. But... Um, Apparently, uh, Basil Rathbone um, from Sherlock fame uh, was supposed to be Vincent Price's co-star, and I didn't couldn't figure out who he was supposed to play, but I would assume it would have been this role. Um, it's the only thing.
1: Uh, he's not playing hop toads. No, saying. yeah,
0: but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this guy. He he, he makes a con- he's there. He's trying to like humiliate the little yeah. person. Well,
1: he slapped his, like this his
0: wife. I guess, yeah, yeah, for
1: spilling his wine.
0: Yeah, but I, I like that again. Price, even though he's an evil guy, yeah. he kind of like you. Almost wonder is he doing it just to be a prick and show that he's. The man in charge. The man in charge. Or does he kind of, like, feel bad that this little person got stopped and he's going to show this guy that, like, who the fuck do you think you are? But, yeah, he he gets, uh, he throws his drink at him as revenge. But, um, yeah, and that, that he's the guy that plays the Hop Toad story where they're going to get the guy in the ape suit and light him on fire. So... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, you have uh, a blinking. you missed some scene, but uh, Robert Brown plays one of the guards. You may recognize Robert Brown as M in the Bond series. Okay. He did like fucking 10 films yeah. in the 70s, 60s, 70s. Um, and then, yeah, we have uh, Skip Martin plays Hop Tota, as we mentioned. He's like the little person mm-hmm. jester, uh, dwarf jester. Uh, he did, again, Quarter, but it, he was kind of like if you need a little person in the 70s, this guy did like he Quarter Boys, Circus of Fear. <laughs> Vampire Circus. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, we need a freak show. A little person in our circus. Uh, Horror Hospital and Son of Dracula. I wonder if he was a son of Dracula. <laughs> um... Let's go to the circus, Dad. <laughs> and then yeah, Veronique Greenlaw to suck your blood. <laughs> played Esmeralda, the uh, Hop Toads' dwarf lover. Who yeah, which is kind of weird because she was a kid and, and yeah, but she has like an adult voice. I thought that was very an well,
1: they, they, odd they, play. Yeah,
0: they put yeah they they got somewhere else um, dubbed over her an adult. But yeah, it is it is weird. I I, I don't know if I uh, get it. Like he's saying, oh, could a little person not do her dance moves? I don't know. Is yeah, it, maybe they can do as elegantly. I, I don't know. That sounds kind of terrible to say, but mm-hmm. even, even so, yeah. I think it just came off as weird because to me it's like no that's a kid
1: that is definitely a child
0: right like it makes you know it's weird that all these people are drooling over her but um
1: yeah i don't know what are your thoughts on the film dude it's a great movie i love the price i love the sets i thought like even like the uh actual red death character itself i thought was a really interesting idea
0: Yeah, i was thinking that'd be a cool halloween costume that would be awesome
1: right because even if people didn't get it it would kind of still look a little bit creepy yeah but, It'd be cool to go with like all like the white death, the yellow death, and yeah, like the yeah, yeah. green death,
0: um, which we'll talk about at the end because I yeah. I, wanna, I read something on it that that was kind of fascinating. Yeah, uh, I love uh, Price and his um in his castle. He has the his clock is like a pendulum. I clock. did you I notice? I, that I was, that was about really
1: to ask. Cool. They uh referenced a lot of things from like a old movies. There was like a raven. In like yeah. the a black room, there is like my father was a torturer, like from yeah, the pen, yeah the pendulum. They yeah. had the actual pendulum, yeah. like swing, like I thought I was so. reading.
0: I could be wrong that like Poe kind of did connect some of these stories in some way. Yeah. maybe I'm wrong about that, but I thought I read something about that. But um, yeah. So yeah, and the, yeah, I, I do really like as you mentioned that the rooms. I thought that was really cool. There, mm-hmm. I thought that was a. I don't it, know. It, it was just like it. like
1: one room in the next. You actually see like down like a hall. It looked like a uh, looking down like a rainbow road. Yeah.
0: There some We mentioned the one scare. There was another cool jump scare I thought was fantastic where the mistress is going to help them escape because she's worried that, you know, if you yeah. become his queen, I'm going to be kicked out of here. So she's going to help them escape. And there's a great moment. She releases the boyfriend. They're running through. They're going to get out. And there's a guard there. And they think it's someone on their side. And he turns around it's Price. Yeah. And the way the camera like pulls in, I thought, I thought it, it almost cool. felt like a modern edit. I thought that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Uh, and really well done, of course. And, and Price is so good. Uh, there is, uh, of course... It's it's mentioned throughout that they're Satanists, but there is a, like you said, uh his mistress is gonna finally she's giving herself to Satan and she burns like a upside down cross on her oh, breast, which the first cool, time right? is kind of like a little taboo. Mm. Apparently, that was originally, I don't think it ever got shot, maybe it did, but originally it was actually going to be where like all these kind of demons attack her almost. Oh, and, yeah? And she wouldn't have been nude, I guess, but she'd almost have like a see-through gown and you'd see, you wouldn't get to actually see like any sex, but the impression was going to be that they
1: were kind of like, yeah, her like and the like devil got RG? it on
0: and you get you just see her face, a reaction from her face. You could tell what was going on, but that definitely would have been interesting, but yeah, that was not allowed at this yeah. time. I think even getting with an upside down cross, cross on the were... breast was uh, was probably they got lucky with that. But as we mentioned, we talked about it earlier, there is a cool dream sequence. Even though, again, I feel like. By this time, we've seen, you know. Jews. I, I thought it was kind of cool. Expected. But yeah, it is. It's well
1: it had done. A bunch of like people from different like history, like it had like yeah. stuff, like, like Zimbabwe guys, and it had like uh, yeah different like tribesmen and shit like that, which I thought was cool. And
0: it was well done with the filters and the yeah. fog and like the distorted footage and stuff. I thought that it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, they had the masquerade where they all, um, which is of course you're going to get some cool imagery and costumes. Mm. He forbids anyone to wear red, red. which. You know, the Red Death is going to come in there. Uh, yeah, the finale with the Dance of Death is a really cool. Oh, is very interesting. Great, it's right? very well done. Um, did we ever get... I, I never understood this. Why? It seems like almost by that time, Francesca is now like almost in love with him like it, it's like it makes no sense like one second she's kinda escape and then it's like almost she's accepted it yeah I didn't really get that because it just seemed like from that point on she didn't even care to escape she was like no I'm fine sticking around yeah here.
1: maybe she knows how terrible it is outside
0: yeah I don't know I just even that though like you, you would kind of get the impression like I don't want to be here but I have I, to do this you yeah. didn't get this it seemed like she was like kind of like no this is I'm fine with living mm-hmm. with you and you know, I don't know. I thought that was a weird switch that was never explained. But other than that, uh, yeah, what are, your, what are your final thoughts and your rating on this film? Uh, I got to give this, I was thinking about giving an 8,
1: but I might go 8.5. I really enjoy this movie. I really enjoyed Vincent Price. I think this is my favorite role that he did. Okay. So I got to give 8.5. Well, I've, I've been going back and forth between this all day, yeah. so I'm going to go higher.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, this is probably my least favorite. Oh, That's crazy. And it's actually, I'm not going to say my least favorite. Well, I don't know. I have to think back. It might be one of oh. my least favorite Price films. Get
1: out of here! Really? um Like
0: I said, I just there's no really hero. There's no lead. There's not much to the story. Uh, there's no mystery. I think it looks great. I think Price is great in it, and I like the whole idea of this red plague and this death. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think there's much to the film. It's pretty much just Price in his castle, being a dick to people mm-hmm. and just doing terrible things. There's not really much to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I know I'm in the minority here. I know most people consider this one of his best roles. And he, again, he is good in it. But I, the film just... It's the second time now. I thought the first time I was just getting into this style of film, these older Price, mm-hmm. Porman, Corman, Poe films. Uh, P yeah. But um, I don't know. I thought I would love it this time around. And I, I kind of came away feeling the same way. It was... I just thought it was okay. I'm going to give it 6 out of 10. Holy uh, moly. Yeah. 6 out of 10. I just... There's not... Yeah, I, I just don't care about this, the story Killing that much. Me. Killing me, buddy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to jump into spoilers? Yeah, or? I really do. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll put the time at the bottom if you uh, don't want this film spoiled for you. Although I'm assuming you can kind of guess what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I will have the time and then just skip to uh, yeah.
1: It's skip not ahead. Much. So at the end of this dream sequence, where she's like, she actually she wakes up from this crazy, and is like, "I survived my own sacrifice." Amazing, and then this fucking raven comes out of nowhere and just fucking pecks her to death. That's crazy, right? Hazel
0: Quartz, yeah. I thought that was such a cool, the mistress, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought
1: that was such a cool death. Um,
0: yeah, so of course, someone does show up in the party wearing red, and uh, Price not happy about it. Everyone starts dying off, and you find that that it is. He
1: thinks he's Satan. He's like, Are you my master? Well, yeah, are you Satan's like, uh. Bitter or what have you. So he's like falling around, like, yeah. "All right, me and Satan are tight." Yeah, yeah. Then he turns around, like, and all the people are like dancing, but like as he's telling these stories, as they're doing this, like, great. They're
0: speech, dancing, but they're dying.
1: Like, aren't they like bleeding and dying? Stuff? Yeah, like he, you kind of see it, like, but it slows down a little bit, and then he comes back, and they're all like bleeding out their yeah. eyes and shit like that. Oh, it's so good! And then he says, "I have no master, for I am the Red Death." He pulled off his fucking mask, and it's Vincent Price. Like, yeah, that was cool. Because he goes like, "Every man makes his own heaven, and every man makes his own hell." I am death. Yeah,
0: which I I I love that one. I thought
1: that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I think that I love all the finale. Like, I think Mm -hmm. the last
1: ten minutes is great. And yeah, again, it looks gorgeous. As they're all like dying but they're still dancing
0: well even then Price's and, yeah. face starts like yeah whatever this red plague is I don't know if it's ever been like they've ever been known yeah. to figure exactly what the, this plague is but it's that's really cool where Price's film starts mm. bleeding face starts bleeding out was a great uh, image everyone's dying and dancing then like at
1: the end of it they're all just dead sprawled mm-hmm. out on the floor in like these great patterns yeah
0: and then we cut to outside you see that um, the red death is I thought a really cool thing and it kind of reminds me of seven mm-hmm. seal where he's playing cards with a child yeah which I, I'm assuming like doing a tarot is the, reading yeah I'm assuming is kind of the fate mm. of humanity but um
1: and then you have all the different
0: lo- all the roads death. and deaths what's come. great
1: about this is they're like bragging about like they're like how many did you take today yeah I took three I took seven
0: so I, I was trying to wonder like yeah. what do these colors represent what yeah. are they why is there well, different deaths I assume red right is Scarlet Fever right yeah so I, I don't yellow know how true this is I got this fever? from uh online but uh so, each one represents the yeah, middle-aged disease. Black yeah. is the black death. Black plague. Uh, gold is uh, leprosy. Uh. uh Violet is uh, porphyria? Porphyria. Wow. Uh, blue is uh, cholera, which isn't... Isn't that from Mission Impossible 2 yeah. disease? I could be wrong. Uh, yellow is yellow fever. White is uh, ter- tuberculosis. Yeah. <laughs> I should have got you to say and red is uh,
1: rabies possibly I thought that the Skylar Fever would make sense right
0: yeah, I, I don't know again I don't know how true yeah. this is but and then um, the last word spoken by Red Death he says sick transit Gloria Mundi which sick transit transit glory that's a brand new song
1: oh uh, is it
0: because it, it translates translates to thus goes the glory of the world oh
1: that's crazy um, doesn't he say like I killed all but six isn't that like his end line something like that yeah and then um, there's like like a like an like actual Poe thing that comes up afterwards, like a yeah, quote that quote says the Poe, yeah. to the death and glory or something like that. Something that, like, yeah, yeah. Ah, anyways, uh, anything else? Hey, you spoilers? see the guys like walking through and like the yeah. colored robes, like that's such a cool. Oh, it's a great, great, great imagery. It, right? Yeah, it's a great scene.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah again, like I, I think that is. I yeah. guess we're done with spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that is a highlight film. I think there's mm. a lot of really cool imagery and set pieces. You know, certain scenes I think are really highlights mm. in in Corman's directorial career and whatnot. I did notice, I don't know if you noticed, I, there's a couple edits I thought were a bit off. Like, it'd, it'd be like, it'd be like her running trying to escape and she runs into the guy and then it just cuts and it's like the next morning and she's already talking to Price. She's yeah. up there. Like, I thought there's some weird edits like that that maybe it's because stuff was deleted. They lost the uh, um, footage. I, I don't know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It, The story just... I know d- d- it's a very it basic story but yeah. it, I just didn't care like I didn't care about any of the characters other than I really liked Price and uh, but it, I didn't care if Francesca survived or what happened with her yeah. boyfriend and her father it eh. Yeah, I can. And see the whole that. little person his story again. We don't know. I, about I, I these
1: enjoyed people. that though. I thought that was kind of fun. I, it
0: was. It was okay. I just yeah. again, we don't. I don't. I don't think I cared about these people. No? Enough. Um You know, what I mean, like we all these other films we watch. It's like you want to see. You know, whether it's House of Usher and yeah. the romance, or you want to see th- these people get together. pitting a Pendulum, you want to figure out this mystery. Yeah. And, you know, something that draws you along there's nothing like that in this film it's kind of like you just know he's trying to survive the plague in this castle and yeah. he's going to be a dick, a dick about it, it right again not saying it's a bad film I think it is a, it's definitely yeah. a decent film I'll watch it for the visuals but mm-hmm. it didn't uh, the, the story wasn't, oh, didn't, didn't involve didn't me did Yeah. Uh do you have anything else to add or? Uh,
1: I think that's pretty much it
0: so yeah this is the end of the Corman Price Poe P.C.P. series we've been doing I think they're all definitely worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think there's a bad. I mean, it's, again, Price doesn't do bad films.
1: Is there any way we can put like an explosion at the end of PCP every time I say <laughs> <Yeah>. it?
0: <laughs> oh, that in the end, oh, edits. Uh, no, I'm too lazy to do that. Yeah, but yeah. I, again, what, watch these films is pretty much what we're, we're yeah. saying. I mean, I know some people. It's hard it, to go watch these. A, th- they're too stagey for some people. But I said, get past that, man. After yeah. the first film, you'll be past that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You get used to it. And again, I, I think that's it's it's part of its charm. Yeah and it, there's the, most of them have really cool mysteries they all yeah. look
0: great uh, this film especially this is visuals like September
1: and, is a perfect
0: build yeah, up to watch these yeah. movies right this is yeah this is where you're yeah. getting the cool you know the, the fake trees yeah. the fog and cobwebs and all, that's all, all throughout all these films yeah. which I love the gothic yeah, that you don't really get that. There's no film that really capture that gothic feel anymore. Yeah. I guess period films don't sell. It's all about you know a modern film with a yeah. hot
1: teen and well, a, like a twenty five meter shark.
0: You know, with her breasts <laughs> hanging out. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Watch these films is what we're gonna say. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let us know uh, yeah. what are your thoughts on the series. What are your favorite price? If you
1: know film? what a means, give us a shout. <laughs> we're at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com uh, you can find us
0: on Facebook. Uh, we have a page to like and a group page. And we have a uh, Twitter
1: at Movie City Maniac. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, let, let us know uh, what's your favorite Price film, what's your favorite Corman, Price, Poe film. P-C-P. Uh, I, I'm assuming everyone's going to say I'm crazy and Mask of Red Death is their favorite. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's been fun. Again, we'll be back with our big Shocktober, our big annual yep. event. So it, it's going to be an exciting, uh, exciting month for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Stay scared. Bye.
1: And then after that, he and Kyler are actually going to take a couple of handfuls of PCP and see yeah. what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what you're saying once I'm done eating this <laughs> yeah, apple yeah, pie. I was about
1: to say, that good apple pie. <laughs> mm. There's something di- I just like an apple pie right before I go to bed. It's a nice little treat I give myself every day.
0: <laughs> would you say it's good as warm apple pie, mag Yeah, it's